0: what's up bar listeners it's finally here the bar exclusive content yes that's right you can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as two dollars a week or five dollars a month fifty dollars for the year to get exclusive content what is the exclusive content i'm glad you asked The exclusive content is additional information from my guests extra time with them and like the green moon setting laid back them asking me questions i ask them questions and also the facebook group you get a invitation Welcome to the bar, come on and
1: pull up a seat, and open up your Bible, what a wonderful feast, the living bread, and we're discussing what it means for the streets, the inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet, it's where we challenge world views that we hear from world news, in light of the scripture, we are here to serve you, we are your source for resources, to help you on your way as you battle mean forces, this is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it, and this is for the truth lovers, biblically performing, preaching Christ to the Nations. Yeah. Welcome to the modern reformation,
0: yeah The Bar, biblical and reformed Welcome everybody to The Bar, it's your boy Dwayne in the building right back in here another Tuesday Super excited as always to be coming through your speakers, through your earbuds, wherever you listen to The Bar We're grateful that you are listening And like I do every week, I love to start the show by thanking the listeners. You guys are amazing. I really want to shout out, big shout out to the Elite Eight, those folks that are signed up for Inside the Bar. If you want to become part of that group and make us change our name, the link will be in the show notes. Uh, We'll love to be the, the, I don't know, Marvelous Nine or the Dynamic Ten. I don't even know, but make sure you sign up. We give out a lot of cool things in uh, the Sidebar uh, live shows as we're doing it today. We're live in, uh, on Facebook as well as they get discount codes and all other little bells and tricks and whistles. So make sure you guys sign up for that. And like I do every week, I bring you an awesome guest. This time I brought you two awesome guests, uh, two young men that I uh, found through the, the wonders of the Internet. I love the Internet. So many friendships and almost like family that has been discovered through the Internet. Um, and I'm just grateful to God for that medium. And I uh, have on none other than the guys from Do Theology. What's going on, fellas? Hey, not too
1: How's much how are you? Yeah.
0: Well, this is a problem yeah. with having two people on. We talk at the same time. Not well, at we can't all. Can't get it, brother. Can't yeah. get it Listen, together. I've been in this for about, well, actually, officially five years. We're recording this in March. This show probably won't come out to December. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> I've been in this five years. I know how to navigate multiple guests, and I'm going to show you how right here. So, We want you guys to introduce yourself. Jeremy, I'm going to let you start it off. Ken, you go right after.
1: Sure. I am a pastor in Utah. I'm out here mingling with the Mormons. (laughs) We are about uh, 15 minutes south of Provo, and uh, I've got a lovely wife and three kids and uh, pastoring Orchard Hills Bible Church. Nice. Go ahead, Ken.
2: Yeah, I'm a church planter in southern Indiana, just north of Louisville, Kentucky. And yep, wife, three kids, and we got a fourth one on the way. Oh, so, congratulations! Yeah, thank you. It's it's
0: not a race, but you're tied. With, you'll be tied with me when that yeah. one gets here, and and if you decide to keep going, I'm gonna tell you, you win. Just <laughs> <laughs> you win, brother. So, guys, first man, I I just have to. Shout you guys out, man. I appreciate you guys reaching out, having me on your podcast. That's always fun. I never take that for granted being on people's podcasts. And uh definitely want to uh we're gonna have show notes and everything to that. Um, but I want to start off. Um I push it back to you, Ken, man. Um, just tell me how did you guys come to be? You're talking about Utah, you're talking about Indiana, uh, with the podcast and this beautiful thing, you know, the internet bringing us all together. How did do Theology I mean, do theology. I want to say do theology. That might be another podcast <laughs> idea. But anyway, how did that come together? I can.
2: Yeah. So uh, Jeremy and I, we went to Bible college together, mm. so we got to know each other through that. Uh, and then, you know, we went our separate ways for ministry, but we stayed in contact with each other and just kind of shared a lot of ministry notes back and forth. And really, the genesis of this really goes back more to uh, Jeremy's experience in ministry early on, more so than mine. And Uh, But then just through common conversations together, we both began to see a need for churches to be thinking through critically areas of doctrine and and how do we assign different values and weights to different doctrines and how do we discern that biblically? So through those conversations, we had this idea and we ran with it. So. Nice. New theology was born.
0: Nice, nice. So Jeremy, you know, the, uh, one thing I I love about uh when I was on you guys show man um and and Ken kind of I guess gave me some background. There's some chemistry there. Um, was this uh kind of a uh like hey, we're we talking already. Why not do a podcast? Was that the kind of feel, or was this like more strategic, uh, Jeremy? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, We wanted to see if this conversation would
1: actually take hold on a bigger scale. Uh, Mm. There's a a chart that I made uh, about 10 years ago that highlights the difference between primary and secondary doctrine, as well as what we call doubtful things. And that is one of the most successful things I've ever done in ministry. It's been the most helpful for people in the churches I've been a part of. Mm. And so seeing that, that it was helpful, and that Ken and I were already talking about these things. We just thought let's see if we can make it uh, have a bigger stage and reach more people and more churches across the world and and so far, so good we've been going at it for a little over a year,
0: and it's been a lot of fun and it's helped a lot of people nice, nice that's that's encouraging man. So back to you Kim man what, what for those that haven't listened to the podcast yet, what are some of the things you guys covered? Because they know if you had me on, um, it was nothing deep or theological. Well, I mean, maybe a little theological, but not deep or scholarly if I was on the show. What are some of the other shows that you guys had? <laughs> and, uh, and and like, if you were introducing it to somebody, how would you kind of present it?
2: Yeah, so there's kind of two aspects of, of what we do in our show, and the interviews is one of them. But on the other side of it, we, we say that we like to keep doctrine in its place by applying biblical principles to conversations about what's the most important things, both in theology and in practice. And so we, we Jeremy referenced the chart, which you can find, by the way, dotheology.com slash chart. We make that chart available as a free PDF download in color or black and white. So we encourage anybody to go take a look at that. Um, but the chart just outlines, okay, what's primary, what's secondary, and, and what are the biblical principles that help us identify what belongs in each category, as well as matters of conscience and, and how we think through these things that's that scripture leaves to the conscience
0: nice nice so jeremy what what would be uh the episode that you would send somebody to first people ask me that all the time mm-hmm. and I, I you know i can't pick a favorite you know and then they say should we go all the way to the beginning and listen i'm like no you don't want to do that either uh, <laughs> yeah sorry that's a long road <laughs> right, right right so yeah. so what what which episode or which direction, how, how, how could that content be received from you guys?
1: So we actually created an episode just for that purpose. Nice. We were getting that type of uh, com- question a lot too. And so it's season three, episode two, The Chart and the Church. Nice. That, that is the best one to understand what we're all about and the purpose behind these conversations. So if you just want to get on the old Google machine and type in Do Theology, <laughs> The Chart and the Church, uh, you'll find it. and, th- and that's. That's the the episode that really sums
0: up what we're all about. Nice, nice. That's dope. I I might need to do that. Uh, some like make an episode just for that. That'll be. It's not a bad idea. So <laughs> Jeremy, I'm gonna kick it back to you, man. Um, you mentioned being a pastor. Uh, what you say mingling with the Mormons. Um, yeah. at, as you probably know, I have a lot of local pastors that listen to the podcast. And um I love to get um just information or you know what some of the things you're going through as far as being a pastor in that location. What has been some of the challenges in that location uh when it comes to uh pastoring the church, besides the people, you know, people are sinful.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So our church has actually been in existence for 50 years. Nice. So um <clears throat> we'll have our 51st birthday later this year. But one of the hardest things is that we do not have any kind of Real generational foundation in our churches mm. out here. Uh, you don't have people who stay in Utah because mom and dad are in Utah and grandpa and grandma are in Utah. <laughs> Everyone's just, all the Christians are just stopping in Utah. Mm. Mormons have the generational foundation. We don't. And that makes it really tough. A lot of our churches are full of transient people. Uh, but from another perspective, we have people that are here because they've married Mormons. Mm. <laughs> they've They either got saved after they got married or they made a mistake when they did get married. And that creates very difficult circumstances for those people because uh, they and their spouses aren't together on Sunday mornings. What do you do with the kids? What do you do with your money? It just creates all kinds of heartache and all kinds of issues. Um, But it keeps our evangelism very fresh. So we are a very evangelistic church and we uh, see it all around us. All of our neighbors are in desperate need of the gospel. There's no k-love christianity that Mm. makes people think that oh we're all christians we're all positive and encouraging around here none of that out here uh it's very the lines are very clear
0: and that's very motivating so it's not like the south where everybody's already saved and you know exactly got the bags packed okay that that's that's very interesting i appreciate that it's rare that i hear that dynamic just because you know where, where i live like i said that that doesn't even doesn't even make sense to me um what what you're that what you're explaining, what you're going through. So I appreciate you shining a light on that. There may be somebody listening that is a pastor or thinking about going to plant a church in that area or something like that, or call that area, whatever that may be. So uh, I appreciate you sharing that, man. So Ken, back to you, man. Uh, you say you are a church planner That's a, uh, as we say, that's a sexy name for what? Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, starting churches, making disciples. Right. You know, that's, uh, church planting is kind of a, uh, in some ways it's kind of a misnomer because there's nowhere in the Bible where it says, go out and plant churches. Mm. You know, the, the, the great commission is go make disciples, right? It's just starting churches is just the natural outflow and the natural result of making disciples. So that's really what we're all about. Seeking to make disciples. Um, yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been a wild ride for us. We kind of were just getting started right before coronavirus came in. So mm. it's been an interesting year. I know it's been a challenge for really pretty much for everybody. Um, but for us trying to get into trying to start something new in the midst of the pandemic has been, I don't know, I feel like it's a little bit of a unique challenge in some ways. So, but by God's grace, we continue on and he's been very faithful to us. We've, we've learned a lot, we've grown a lot and we are very, very grateful for where the Lord has us.
0: Nice. Nice. I appreciate you sharing that too, man. Um, so I'm going to kick the, uh, the challenges question to you with, uh, with, with the the coronavirus and I hate I missed it when you said it but you know I got this queued up the uh COVID-19 <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So tell me about the challenge of planting a church during uh I guess you say before, while in a pandemic. What what has what has that looked like?
2: Yeah, so it's kind of we felt like for so long we were trying to answer the question, that exact question: How do you sure. plant a church in a in a pandemic? And honestly, I don't know that I really still have the answer to that. <laughs> you know, I can tell you what we've tried to do and the things that we've we've done, but I don't know if we could say this is what we do you now. Now I can write the book on planting a church in a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, not quite there. They're coming. Go uh, You better believe they're coming. Though those books. Oh, they are coming for sure. <laughs> But it's so, you know, a lot of the things that we used, you know, before the pandemic, you know, a lot of the door-to-door type stuff, just trying to have personal conversations with people. A lot of people were just kind of closed off to that kind of stuff and really trying to distance themselves from any of those sorts of things. So the normal avenues that you would think for reaching out to people weren't there. right So we actually started shifting towards, okay, how can I bring the gospel to people without making them feel afraid because I'm right up there in their face or something? hmm I started doing open air preaching, mm. and have started just going to the local park and and just where there's people, anywhere there's people out and about, even if they're social distance. Right, I can I can <laughs> I can shout the gospel, you know, yeah. and, and just do things that way. So that's that's kind of been part of part of our strategy here and and now as we I don't know, hopefully before we're, we're recording this in March we're anticipating. Uh, that things will begin to open up here more into the summer. And we're hoping to be able to get out even more and start doing some more things as people start getting a little more comfortable being out and about. Gotcha. And when this releases, they'll say, how foolish back in March, you <laughs> yeah. thought things were going <laughs> <Right>. to open up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Oh, what A pandemic, what is that? No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's amazing, though, how stuff moves so fast, man. Um, yeah and 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 i definitely commend you for uh you know just kind of being part of that that movement of you know figuring out something new something different um before we go to the break jeremy i want to cuz you know the covid being a pastor you know i mean church planter pastor can be kind of synonymous but being a actual pastor at a church you know 50 year old church uh during the pandemic what has been uh i guess a challenge on that before we head to the break i just just feel like somebody need to hear it man you know make sure they're not alone Sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, of course, when you're dealing with something like this, you have so many varying opinions Yep. and uh, it can be so divisive needlessly. We took the position from the beginning that we maintained throughout that you need to do the research individually, do what you need to do based on your own research, and let's all just show grace to one another. Mm. And uh, that's that's the attitude that we had. That's the attitude that I'm thankful God has maintained in this place and we've made it through and everyone's very comfortable um, here so uh, it, it was an opportunity to to have a split but
0: instead it just brought us closer together and we're very thankful to God for that Awesome brother, awesome I appreciate that, that is definitely encouraging that it can be done um, like I said I know a few people that are struggling with it um, as a church and, and things like that so definitely, definitely appreciate that All right, you guys, so right here, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back.
2: Hi, this is John Rayner, host of The Pregame Proverb, a daily devotional each morning that goes through Solomon's writings. And right now, we're working through a verse-by-verse exposition of Ecclesiastes. If you'd like to sign up for these two-minute brief devotionals, hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts or wherever you stream your podcasts from. The Pregame Proverb, a biblical way to start the day. Proud partners of The Bar, the biblical and reformed podcast network.
0: All right, we're back in here with uh, my brothers, Jeremy and Ken. And this is the side of the show where we do the bar signature questions. These are the three questions I ask all of my guests, no matter who they are. And so the first signature bar question, we're going to go Jeremy and then Ken. Uh, what? Oh, man, I almost forgot my signature question. Man, <laughs> That when I did the whole Jeremy Ken thing, that, that almost messed me up. Okay. All right. So first, Jeremy, what kind of music do you listen to? So I
1: love music so much. Uh, I'm a, I'm, I can't make it, but I love listening to it. <laughs> and uh, I actually, each year, I do a music review on my website. Um, it's been one of the other successful things I've done in my life by God's grace. And uh, you can go to jeremyhoward.net slash music reviews to check that out. But um, I love right now listening through my number one album from last year, uh, What's Done is Done, Josh White, and uh hope and that that album is so good i've listened to it almost every day this year Mm. um probably a top five christian album of all time for me but aside from that i'm a huge classic rock guy so any rock that was made in the 60s 70s and early 80s uh, i'm all about it
0: nice okay ken what what kind of music do you listen to
2: yeah so i'm probably uh Maybe a little bit of an anomaly when it comes to listening to music. I listen, I'm very task-oriented with my music. I, I pick music that fits my task. Ah. So a lot of times when I'm studying, I just need something instrumental. Mm-hmm. I like listening to classical music. Tchaikovsky is one of my favorite composers. I like listening to movie soundtracks. Right now, lately, I've been listening to the Gladiator soundtrack and the Mandalorian soundtrack, which are both excellent. Uh, I love the
0: um, Gladiator. I need to check out the Mandalorian. I have to add that to my list.
2: Yeah, it's good stuff. So when I I do want to listen to, you know, faith based music, I like, you know, Sovereign Grace music, City of Light, groups like that. Mm -hmm. And then when I'm doing some kind of like physical stuff where I just need to high energy, high intensity stuff, Dragon Force, (laughs) 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 Speed Metal. (laughs) Nice.
0: Nice. That double metal action. That's (laughs) right. (laughs) I got it, man. I got it. Good, good deal, man. So next signature bar question is, what book or books are you currently reading? And I'm going to throw it back to you, Ken, and then you, Jeremy.
2: Yeah, so I'm reading a book right now called Even If None. And it's about evangelism and how our call is to be faithful, to proclaim the gospel, even if there's no response, mm-hmm. even if none, we are still called to be faithful. It's a very good book. I recommend that it's by Ryan Denton. And then I'm also reading Dangerous Calling by Paul David Tripp about pastoral ministry.
0: Nice.
1: All right, Jeremy? Yeah, Dangerous Calling. That's Pastors need to read that every year. Uh, <laughs> right now, our men's group is going through two books. We're reading Family Shepherds by Vodi Bauckham. Classic. And we're also covering a classic work on hermeneutics, uh, Basic Bible Interpretation by Roy Zuck. And I've been preaching through 1 Corinthians. So my head has been in four 1 Corinthians commentaries for several months
0: now <laughs> nice 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 all right last signature bar question jeremy first what podcasts or sermons do you listen to if any
1: so the only preacher i listen to with any regularity is alistair Begg because mm. he's the man oh, yeah. uh but uh, podcasts i listen to regularly i love mortification of spin mm. i enjoy listening to my brother carl truman talk through things sound plus doctrine with bob coughlin uh has been a great new podcast um Doug Wilson makes me think, so anytime he puts <laughs> something out there, I listen to it. And I got to give a shout out to the Outer Brightness podcast. Not a very well known podcast, mm. but this is a ex Mormon podcast. These three guys are solid, and they do a great job walking through LDS issues. And so, I love supporting those guys too.
0: Nice, nice, big, big shout out to them, man! I love new podcasts, and that sounds uh, very nichey, which I love, and yeah. and, and is new. So, yeah, big shout out to those guys for sure. All right, Ken, podcast sermons.
2: Yeah. So one podcast I listen to is a podcast of sermons, Revived Thoughts. Uh, um, so actually you're I familiar with them, them, yeah. Troy. Yeah. That's yeah, that's right. Guy.
0: Yep. I love Troy. So they I know he's listening. What's up, Troy? No, I was kidding. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs>
1: and we went to school with Troy. We uh, yes. we were at Bible college with Troy and Joel.
0: Yeah, yep. man. He I I was doing some um some investigating on y'all before I got on your podcast. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, so revive thoughts. They they bring old sermons back to life and yes, it, and and play those. So it's it's real good stuff. Uh, Jeremy mentioned some of the podcasts I was going to listen to is uh, that I do listen to as well. Also, Sound Plus Doctrine is really good. And then for for any baseball fans out there, talking baseball. Nice. It's good stuff. Talking All right. baseball.
0: All right, that's dope, man. No, I, I love that. Love that list, man so you guys i appreciate you guys coming on the show man this has been fun this is the bar podcast and i love to close this every show out with letting the listeners uh get a word or word of encouragement and um kind of let them know where they can find you guys uh and that i'm gonna let you guys pick who can do the close out and then we'll be out of here
1: yeah Uh, it's very important that we think through doctrine biblically. That's why our podcast exists. We want to major in the majors, uh, and we want to keep all doctrine in its place. So come check us out. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts. We didn't mention the interviews that we have that are a great encouragement, uh, that will be a great encouragement to you. We have talked to people like Ray Comfort, Bob Coughlin, Tom Askell, Elisa Childers, Brother Dwayne right here, we've uh, had these guests on and they've been great conversations that will help you think through these things from a biblical worldview.
0: Awesome, brother. That's a dope list, especially that guy at the end. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do you get in there? Yeah, how do you get in there? <laughs> I was like, good, good, good. Who? <laughs> no, man, that's really cool, man. And and I, I appreciate you guys, man. Um, like I said, again, for the invite uh, and and then for the friendship, man, I feel like I uh, gain some friends through the internet which is always great and uh, thank you guys for returning the favor coming on my podcast taking time out of your busy schedule and I'm definitely grateful for that to the bar listeners make sure you check out the bar podcast every Tuesday your favorite podcast go to thebarpodcast.com make sure you go to bargear.com, pick up some bar gear and sign up for Inside the Bar $5 a month less than a cup of coffee from Starbucks you can get Inside the Bar the Facebook group the discount codes the extra content the bonus episodes the live recording all of those things uh would be just for you for joining inside the bar and then if you want to check out all the other bar podcast network podcasts go to the bar.network and check out everybody on the network subscribe follow make sure you subscribe and follow these guys until next time you guys god bless and we are out